feeling like life is overwhelming? Are you ready to break free and learn what it feels like to be unstoppable? Then you're in the right spot. Welcome to We Are Not Lost, the podcast focused on helping women find their true selves, learn to live more authentically, and stop feeling burned out. Here's your host, Satvinder Kaur. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the We Are Not Lost podcast with your host, Sat. And today, I have another amazing guest with me. Her name's Christy Harris. And Christy Harris is a demand planning senior manager um, at Freeman Company. And she has spent the majority of her 20-year career in retail planning. Four years ago, she was inspired by co-workers to begin a journey of health and fitness that led her to lose nearly 100 pounds. In in the process, she has discovered a passion for running and for motivating others in their own journey. Wow, what a beautiful intro. Like, you really found your passion in there. Welcome, Christy. Welcome to our today's episode. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I'm so excited for our today's conversation. Today's topic is around uh, physical wellness discovery. Mm -hmm. So in this series, we were talking about, like, the root thing, self-awareness, why the self-awareness is so critical for uh, success in all areas of our life, right? Mm -hmm. And... I have divided into four different things like, okay, emotional discovery, our self-love discovery and physical wellness discovery, purpose and mission discovery. So today's topic, we're just going to talk about how the physical wellness is a, like a critical aspects of the self-discovery mm-hmm. because sometimes we don't listen to our body if we are not right. connected with ourselves. We don't listen to our body and then we miss out a lot of things, right? And it's, it's so critical to know our like body or like what body is trying to tell us so I feel like the physical wellness is the prerequisite for the self-discovery and its ability to listen to your body and learn to unleash your best self through committing to a physical vitality and health mm-hmm. and I, I really I didn't know you like personally I know in one setting we work in same place, but right. I was inspired by you because I heard from someone like, oh, you are on that journey. And I kind of started my um, transformation journey toward health that time, too. I never get to talk to you, but <laughs> I, I was hearing a lot of good stuff. Oh, she's doing this. And I have seen you personally a lot of time, uh, all the time during breaks. You were on a mission. Like you were doing workout. <laughs> Thank so you. Tell me about your journey, how how you started. And I know you're a completely different person today. Yeah. Well, I guess thinking about how everything came to be, I spent the majority of my life overweight and honestly obese, right? And growing up, that was not the case. I was 120 pounds, size seven, and I wasn't very athletic in high school, but I played tennis. I had a job that kept me on my feet. So I was pretty active, which kept my weight low, despite my tendency to eat a lot of junk food, right? (laughs) But, (laughs) But then in my adult life, though, my journey with health and my weight has really been kind of a roller coaster with a lot of ups and downs over the years. So 
thinking about going to college. When college came around, I, you know, as that happened, so did the freshman 15, which turned into the sophomore 20. And before I knew it, I was in my 20s and 200 pounds, which I'm only 5'2". So for me, that's a lot. And I, you know, I was eating too much, drinking too much, sitting on my butt too much, yeah. and just not getting that activity, not being healthy. And finally, in my mid-20s was the first time that I decided I wanted to lose weight. And my motivation at that time was pretty straightforward. I wanted to look better. I wanted to feel better. And I remember the moment when I decided I wanted to. I was um, walking into work, coming up to the glass doors in front of me, and I caught a glimpse of my reflection. And I stopped and I thought, how did I get to this point? Right? So that was the moment that I first decided, okay, I want to do something about this. Right? But I didn't really know how to lose weight, and I just went about it the complete wrong way, basically. I cut my calorie count down to nothing. I was literally eating about 800 calories a day. I was exercising like a fiend. And while it was effective, it was just the worst way I could have gone about doing that. So I lost 85 pounds in six months, and... Along with that, I had a lot of negative side effects, like my hair started falling out. I would be in the shower washing my hair, and I'm like, okay, this is kind of scary, actually. And then additionally, I had lost all this weight, and now when it came to maintenance, I didn't know what to do. I had followed this extreme plan that I had come up with, but now, now what do I do? And I was kind of lost there. So over the next year or two, it all came back on and then some. Um, because I never really gained a healthy relationship with food, I guess. And I didn't have those coping mechanisms to deal with stress. For me, I had always turned to food. And yeah, I think that's very common. Yes, yes. And, you know, there are so many better things you can do, whether it's calling a friend or working out or accomplishing some sort of project, something like that. But my thing, you know, at that time, it was food. So it was kind of like, oh, you had a bad day. Let's get takeout and wine. And it became a habit. And then it just kind of went from there. So easy to go that route, yeah. Exactly. So fast forwarding to 2018, right? I was at the highest weight of my life. I was now at 238 pounds. And so this time around, not only am I unhappy with the way I look and, but also how I feel, similar to before, but you know, in, in addition to being sluggish and low energy, I was start at the point where I was starting to have back pain, knee pain, and it was kind of one thing after another. I was tired of my clothes being tight, and I developed kind of this panic issue also that I'd never had before, you know, from sitting in small spaces like an airplane seat or even like I remember this underwater adventure thing we had done at a theme park where they put a helmet over your head, and I was like... And I'd never had that before, and I knew it f- felt from, you, yes, you know, Yes, exactly. Being, Why is yeah, happening lar- now? Exactly. And, uh, like, for example, another thing, I realized that I was not able to live my life and experience the things I wanted, wanted to. to. So one example, I remember I was in Australia, Great Barrier Reef, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do some amazing snorkeling. So I said, okay, I'm going to do the, you know, the advanced snorkeling trip because I want to see it all. But I get out there and 
I can't keep up. You know, I'm tired and I start falling behind. I start panicking and I'm like, this is not the experience I wanted. And it took an hour after getting back on the ship for me to be like, you know, wow. to feel okay again. And I said, this is keeping me from doing the doing things. what you really love to exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So for me, that was a real eye opener wow. that I'm, yeah, I'm just not living life the way I should be. No, this is such a, you know, yeah. And after, the, I think you really brought it up the great point, I think, is the motivation behind how, you, like, when you first time thought mm. you want to yeah. lose the weight. I think it was just, oh, you want to just look good or feel good. So, and that motivation, still it led you to the actions. You did it, but you it was not sustainable because your why was not strong enough. Yes. We had, and I think that's the very, very critical part of it, like, the why is when people say, I want to lose weight, uh, I don't think that's the, like just a motivation going to work it. We always have a why behind it. So and as you mentioned, like, so I think your why changed when you went to the Australia trip. Mm-hmm. And now that why was different because you want to enjoy the things you love to do and that trip must could be have been a different if you have the energy so i think that was so so i think that that's we all need to really find out about our why part first like i think i have a similar thing too i went to colorado yeah with my kids and we were doing the hiking and we went very on the top and even though my whole family they were being very patient with me and I was the last one <laughs> I had a stick in my hand and same way actually I have some similar experience as you were mentioning I had the phobia of like even taking my clothes on and off I felt like I, I was getting panic and with the I just start feeling my blood pressure was shooting up I was on the those meds but that was the my why I went on Colorado's trip and I mm-hmm. realized I said I don't have the energy I should have and how can I enjoy these trips with my family so I think that motive kind of led my journey to my transformation so I yeah. think so that this I love your story like I think that's kind of led I think the why behind what we want to do is the more most like crucial part of mm-hmm. it so how you were like and what was your like? You want to elaborate more on your why, or that's kind of and how you were you were successfully able to get into sure. where you at? Sure. So yeah, I think we understand my why now for the how. Um, so at that time in 2018, I was working for a company that was more health focused, and actually the our CEO had lost 20 pounds on a, a particular diet program, which prompted several other people in the company to want to do the do same. The same. <laughs> So one day my boss came up to me and she was like, hey, do you want to do this program with me? And I had been thinking about it for a little bit. I knew I was unhappy with my weight. I had lost a few pounds on my own. But again, she wasn't really sure what, how to go about it. And so she asked me to do this program with her. And I thought, well, okay, why not? And in the past, I had not wanted to do a diet program because I felt there was kind of a stigma associated with it. Like, I don't want to be the person who has to do Who's a to do it? Yeah. diet program to lose weight, which I realize now is kind of a dumb, like overly prideful mentality. Um, but... 
you know, here I was, and several of my coworkers were motivated to try it, so here's my opportunity, right? Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, so, and it actually ended up working really well for me. It was a very good fit. And the first week I lost eight pounds and I thought, oh, wow, hey, maybe this could be something. And then every week after that, it was three pounds consistently. And as I started seeing those little wins, it got me more and more excited to continue with it. And yeah, so I was sold like after the it's first It's like progress equals happiness, right? Exactly. Yeah. And just realizing that you can accomplish this and getting even those tiny wins consistently can really make, you know, really made me stick to. It gave you the momentum, keep going, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, So, yeah, I started setting goals and was really feeling fantastic about what I was doing and proud of proud of it, really. And at a certain point, I started focusing more on the, not more, but additionally, on the fitness side of it as well. I had been taking classes at Orange Theory casually, like one time a week for the last few years. And I started thinking, okay, this is something that I could get serious about, right? Um, So when I first started at Orange Theory, I I could barely even walk three miles an hour. But I just kept at it. And gradually, you know, every few weeks, started adding a little bit more speed and started getting faster and faster. And it felt good seeing that progress, like from power walker to jogger oh, to runner. I love that feeling. Right? <laughs> You're like, hey, I couldn't, I wasn't able to do this two months ago. And now look. Um, but more importantly, I started realizing that I had a community, right? The, it was the same people taking the same classes at the same time. So I started making friends. And... We commiserated about the really tough classes. We celebrated our, you know, our milestones, our successes, our birthdays, you know, all of that kind of thing. And it became like a family. And I think that is part of what really drew me in um, and got me excited about you know, working out in fitness when you've got people, people around that you. you, yeah, you look forward to seeing and like-minded people. Right? It's like accountability and you're building your own community, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Now, one of these friends um, one day invited me to go running with her, like, you know, at the park. And I thought about it. I was nervous, but I said, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead. She's going to be way faster than me, but I'm just going to go okay. and do it yeah. and have fun, right? And she invited me that day to run a half marathon with her that was coming up in six weeks. <laughs> and I thought to myself, I was like, there is no way, 13 miles. And th- at that point, the farthest I'd ever run it was seven miles one time. And she's like, you know what? Just You can totally do it. Let's try and I thought, well, <laughs> said, worst case, I can walk and I'll just sign up and see what happens. And long story short, it went better than I expected. I had a lot of fun, beat my goal by 10 minutes. And wow. that kind of set, you know, set things Give you more emotion. confidence and like, more yeah. confidence and more accomplishment and just believing that I could do, do something. It. Right. So that ended up being my first of a lot of races. I just finished my 21st half marathon with the Cowtown oh in Fort goodness. Worth a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. And it's not just the running itself that I love, but like I mentioned, the community. Community. So, right. Exactly. So I run with, you know, there's some amazing people at Irving Running Club or even my Orange Theory friends who enjoy that too. And really the camaraderie and, you know, pushing each other and having fun doing it. Exactly. Now, 
I, I love your story. I mean, I think I, I can resonate with a lot because when I started with same kind of my why and then I went a similar path. I, I went for some uh, like strict dieting plan that helped me to get into the discipline and knowing by myself. And then I also started uh, working out in Orange Theory <laughs> and all that. And as you said, I can resonate to the experience <laughs> when you say like I was a, you know, power walker. Yes. And I... I never thought I could run and I can ever jog. And I used to hold the treadmill oh, with my yep. both hands. <laughs> and uh, our coach always asked, used to ask me, like, you need to get off. You cannot hold the treadmill like that. And I'm yes. like, no, I cannot do it. And I thought I cannot do it. But in within a matter of one or two months, I end up like running on it and exactly you as you explained it i'm like really i can now i'm powered <laughs> i'm power walker to a jogger like it, it really built like my confidence and yes. that's more important when you see your progress that give you and i think when you lost like it's a big milestone like you hit like 100 pounds you yeah. lost it but it was just not about the numbers you were able to create a community around you and like the select like like-minded people and have you ever what was your like biggest like challenge while you were going on this journey mm. like I know we all that's reality right we all yeah. go through like uh, for me too like when I stressful I kind of it's hard for me to stick sometimes I go to my favorite things like food so yes. how had now were you able to find something different way to rather than going to like those stuff? Or? I still do struggle with using food as a crutch somewhat. I've yes, yeah, so I've actually since I lost the weight. So basically, it took me about ten months. Ten to, months, yeah, to lose okay. the hundred pounds. Wow! But this time, you know, following the program, and I had more uh, more support, like from my coach with the diet program, my Orange Theory, this community, and all of that. But I still struggle and have ha still had minor ups and downs, like holidays, <laughs> for oh, example. My goodness, that's and a <laughs> it's funny because every year I say, "Oh, I'm not." I'm not susceptible to that, but every year at the end of December, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so, but I have done a better job with finding those other outlets for stress. And so not only, it, like, things like, you know, accomplishing projects or or it's finding something to distract you, going out for a walk. Distracting, yes. That kind of thing, because it's really not the food, you're, it's not that you're hungry. It's, it's not a hungry. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I think it's easy to access, right? It's a habit. I think it's a habit. Exactly. So exactly. I think even in our, like, wellness uh, journey, I think these habits, our triggers, our beliefs, they play a big, big role. Mm -hmm. Like, first, like, I always thought, like, I cannot lose weight because that's how my family is or whatever I gave a meaning to it. Mm -hmm. No, I don't think. I think after certain age, you cannot lose a weight. That's how my genes are. That's how I had the limiting belief. But then I went on this kind of self-discovery process where I learned a lot about myself, some personal development courses. Then yes. I realized like, okay, no, this is my limiting belief. I can make this limiting belief to empowering belief. So, and I changed that my mind. And after that, I was able to like do so well. So I think we do have a lot of limitations in our mind. Yes. Like, 
I'm too short, I'm too big and all that. But I think first condition is in the wellness thing, like first we need to love ourselves. These all things go together, accept the way you are and then work with it. Like how you want to, you know, how how you want to impress yourself, not about for someone else. Yes, and I completely agree with that. I would say the biggest thing I gained out of the entire process was confidence. Oh my goodness, yes. Confidence, and not just because I was comfortable with the way I looked and felt, but I'd had these, you know, certain accomplishments, like with the fitness and the races, and I'd had that to kind of build me up and show myself, hey, you really can do these things, right? And I finally felt like I could truly be myself and be proud of myself. And it might sound silly, but I never realized how much I liked people, like before I started this journey. I mean, not in, in you yes, know, a negative yeah. way, but I became more outgoing, more interested in, pe- in you know people and their journeys. And people, other people would kind of return back to back you. Yes. and, you know, asking for tips or telling sharing their stories with me and you know they were intimidated to go to the gym and you know how do I get over that you start that contributing kind of like more exactly to so that was great and I love dis- uh, discussing similar interests and it kind of became freeing too I know because I learned to let go of being self-conscious and being open to experiences and you know, experiencing life and everything it has to offer and not kind of stopping myself, well, this is not something I've done before. I'm uncomfortable with it. And I just kind of learned to go with <laughs> go that, with things and see what happens. So that has been a really neat thing over the last year in particular. No, that's, I mean, yes, it's just not about, again, losing the weight and numbers. It's like completely changed the way we are as a person, like the way we show up on our work and it's affect all all areas of Mm -hmm. life. I think it's the first, those are like, yeah, just like embrace yourself first, like love yourself and then knowing your strength and what you want to become. And then it's really, then only it's like sustainable. Mm -hmm. Like for me, even right now, I feel like, you know, I, I have lost 40 pounds and I'm so proud of that. Yeah. And it felt good. I'm off of all the my meds. Yes. And that was the biggest thing. That's that's for that reason. I'm like, I have to keep it this way. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I didn't even think of that in the conversation. But I had also I'd been on blood pressure medication since the beginning of college. And um, so yeah, in 1819. And I was finally able to go off of those medications in the last couple of years. And that's pretty. Yeah. And you know, like, that's, that's a pretty good, like rewarding thing. Yeah. This is more than like, it's a good motivation. And when other thing was, I realized, I really worked and when I was like, I'm about to lose weight, I worked on my habits. Uh, like three months, uh, I just put it on the calendar, uh, on the board. I say, you know, I want to wake up 4 a.m. Even that has no significance. Like, okay, we don't, every, not everyone has to wake up 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. But I just made few changes to just to say myself, I need to change my habits. I used to work like 4, 4 a.m. And then I would like do it 30 minutes just on the YouTube. It was that timing when we just started in the pandemic. Okay, we couldn't yeah. even go for a walk. It was very strict, <laughs> the lockdown. 
lockdown stuff. And I just got into YouTube and started doing uh, some like walking uh, exercise there and in my room. And but I was so consistent with the three mm-hmm. months. So I was like, I'm just focused on my simple thing, 30 minutes workout and 15 minutes. I want to do a, like a meditation and and I want to drink whatever the water recommended for my sure. weight and I started drinking that so three things I just did it and I also I think joined another seminar they were also talking about celery juice and whatever if you drink <laughs> celery juice and I just the the thing I was talking about is like just sticking out to some basic habits change that's how I started I say if I can do that and then I went and I was able to make it up all the way to three four months I woke up at 4 a.m. and I did those things and I really felt good and that's why and then I started going out for one hour mm-hmm. journey and after that and then I got it to my nutrition part okay now what I you know just don't eat sugar for, and just basic thing, get out of all this milk, the dairy, sugar, and those just eliminating those basic thing. And then I did follow the some strict plan, which uh, I kind of used it to understand yeah. all the nutrition part, like having a mentor, right? And or someone who people can guide you with the like here. And then I use that as like my guidance. And yes. so now I know it's kind of still um, still learning. We are not perfect, but I learned a lot in that process. Well, and you made me think of something actually in talking about how you set these habits and then you brought uh, the nutrition part into it. That's something that I wanted to kind of highlight is, at least in the past, you know, myself and I, I guess kind of society is people tend to be about uh, instant gratification, yes. right? And doing everything all at once. And I feel like what you're, I feel like gradual is better. Get yourself slowly into habits because it, for me, I tend to burn out if I do everything at once. once it's yes. too much all at once, and then you miss a day, and it's like oh, I don't feel like going. That kind of thing. But if it's something you build gradually, becomes a habit over time, and then you add to it. So f- for me, I was kind of the opposite where I did the, the the program the diet program and the nutrition then a few months in i started stepping up the fitness and so kind of adding on um, that was and also layering that, yes. right so yeah no that that is, that is a great point i did so i did habit first mm-hmm. and then i added nutrition part mm-hmm. and when i was done with them i diet plan stuff and then i added orange theory mm-hmm. to then like you know working on my muscles like gaining you know right. that so and that actually went very well and until i got the knee injury so i have to stop the orange theory mm. and that's why now honestly like i did gains a little bit more pounds right Mm -hmm. now but having those tools and being aware about and I learned so much about myself I have everything with me I can now restart doing whenever I want so I think those are the important thing like just instead of following the blindly all the diets plan and then without like working on our habits, our patterns, our triggers, a lot of things goes hand to hand if we want to get the sustainable thing, like the stress and all that relationship. Recently, I just become recently a health coach as well. Like I just went to the IAN uh, Institute of uh, Integration uh, Nutrition School and, and 
I just uh, did the certification to just to learn more about for myself. And that was another part to it. Now, okay, I got into that and building <laughs> community, as you mentioned. Yeah. Like, uh, so those are the very... Uh, important part of that journey like like you have a community you have a people who support you is for accountability and same way i went on this coaching program and i have a like a lot of uh, like-minded people community there where we all talking about how to get better and it's okay if we are not making the pro- progress like it's that's the also don't just beat yourself exactly and I, I wanted to mention that because you had mentioned so not only that but your knee injury right yes. so so I wanted to talk a little bit about setbacks and like I mentioned at the start of the program it's been like a roller coaster yes. ride for me up and down and up and down and you know I've had times where I felt like I had failed but That's not really the case. You might have setbacks here and there, but you can always get... No, yeah. I don't think there's such a failure word even there, you know. And having those tools, right, and understanding, okay, well, maybe this is a little bit of a setback, but what else can I do Do. differently? Yes. You know, or, you know, what else would work? Yeah, and I think that that's what it is. Like, some people like, okay, if, oh, I gain some weight okay now I think and then going back to those habits and then start all over I think that's where should not happen but I think as long we kind of start asking the right question okay Mm -hmm. as you just said it like what else I can do okay if I cannot do the gym can I just go for a walk right and still not going back to the old habits so I think for that's the message even like we I think we all talking the same thing Mm -hmm. I think we want to give that message out to all other women like okay when we start this journey just don't go jump into a like diet plan just rather than just work on our first our habits and also I just learned other concept about I don't know if you have heard it it's hmm. a, it was very new to me too primary food and oh, secondary no. and I think yeah so the primary food is actually it's pretty we all know what it is but they're just using the primary food is like all our other areas of life you know the, they call about the the wheel of life, which where we have our social life, relationship, our finances, the mm. career, and everything. If that first area, the cycle is not good, then the secondary food comes. And if we can eat kale all day, <laughs> salad all day, <laughs> believe me, if we don't have a balanced career and we are not feeling happiness in our relationship, our finances are off doesn't matter what you do, it's not going to work for you. So I think that the message I'm trying to say, like, primary food is the, also the key area. The Before that, make sure it goes back to self-awareness. Just, like, connect with ourselves, mm-hmm. see who you are, What just don't be so hard on you, and what other area we need to work on. I think a lot of things we have within ourselves, and we are where we are not seeking a like external validation mm-hmm. and trying to be people pleaser. And instead of if we bring all the focus internally and start doing a meditation, spend time with ourselves, and be a gentle with ourselves, more love we give to ourselves, better we able to give our family a love, you know, and or uh, people around us. So like always set boundaries 
uh, for uh, like like the boundaries. I was just had another conversation. It was like uh, sometimes just setting a boundaries helps us a lot. If we work on that primary food or primary area, and then work on health is really kind of uh, will be more effective. So, and I miss that part too. A lot of time I was like, I was blaming a lot of external part. Okay, mm. this thing is not working for me. This is not working for me until I found that, oh no, it's a me project. <laughs> it's a journey. I need to, I think I need to work on myself. And then I think more I understand, more I connected with myself, this helped the transformation journey was much easier. And I think a lot of us are kind of missing that point. Uh, so I would say, like, again, I think going back and connecting with ourselves, yeah. then this journey could be more. And we should enjoy it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we should enjoy it. And, you know, going back to taking things too extreme. Extreme, yes. Or feeling like you failed. You know, it's also life should be enjoyed. Yeah, it should be yeah. And it should not be too hard, right? Exactly. And you know, I I kind of subscribe in a way to maybe the 80/20 rule. Yes. Like, you know, be helpful and in, have intentions in your eating, but you know, if it's your birthday, have that birthday cake, that kind of thing, right? <laughs> oh, because for sure. You can't just be so strict all the time. It's going to become. We need to celebrate ourselves. Yes. I like even uh, small uh, milestones. So I think you brought a good point that like when I was in this journey, like every time I lost like five pounds, 10 pounds, <laughs> uh, my thing was the new way how I associate with it. Okay, I will buy a dress for me. And that was a, so rewarding. Yeah. Like, even, like, so I will go and buy the dress. And then after I done on my anniversary, yeah, I went to my favorite restaurant. And I did eat it yeah. there. But I mean, I was more mindful. That, that didn't happen because I could have eaten it. But my habits... Mm-hmm. which I created for that longer period. Yes. It, I didn't even have a craving for the same thing. <laughs> like last night, it is funny, I went to a Thai restaurant, and we order, a, like, a, it comes with rice, right? Okay, yeah. And I work so, like, for, it's been a one and a half year, I'm eating rice here and there, but not the way I used to. I used to eat a lot of rice. With the, I didn't know how to measure it. Oh. It's not like I have no concept of measuring the rice cup. Yes. <laughs> Actually, that's a funny point as well. One thing that I found that helped me a lot was tracking my food, because you yes. don't realize, we don't how, realize. Just how much you're consuming until you start looking at that. that that's a very like critical part of it. It yeah. really is because it's so easy. I mean, and in weight loss, right? The diet and nutrition is the majority of it. You know, you can eat 200 calories so fast <laughs> and it'll take a long time to burn that, burn off. that out. Yeah. So, um, and being mindful and getting, you know, the right fuel for yourself. I think 80% of our diet and 20% workout. I mean, workout yeah. is those always good, but if you be really trying to lose some like stubborn pound or yeah. something, I think first uh, we really, I think I would again go back to that structure. First, just connect with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Really understand your why, like what you really want to achieve out of it and how you want to feel differently, how you mm-hmm. want to be a different person and then could lead to a then find a mentor or some system which can help you mm-hmm. with the structure that's really helped you. Like to, that was I think I learned it 
even I was trying myself for many years, I could not do it. I have to reach out to to get some help. Yeah. So find a like health coach or mentor, whatever is available for you to guide you and then work on yourself and then learn like change your habits pattern and more we know about our more, more we know about ourselves more we can do in a more sustainable way mm-hmm. so so i think yeah i mean it, it is sounds simple but it's a learning process and i'm still learning and every day we are learning about ourselves and how to thing differently and what I was saying we went to the restaurant and the same the rice and thing came yeah. and and I realized I just got like two spoon of rice and I was satisfied with the other dish yeah and before I used to order another order extra rice <laughs> that's a change yeah. and it's not like it's a habit so again I'm going like fundamentals are our habit pattern and uh, some lot of beliefs the stories we tell to ourselves so we the way we relate okay if we feeling emotional okay go eat this sweet thing or something and I'm still learning about it I'm I'm still having some challenges in that sometime yeah. when I get so busy and my focus and I'm focused in one area too much it's a little bit so f- easy for me to go and get something I love sweet desserts <laughs> <laughs> and that's like but it's okay I- I'm not saying as long I'm aware about it. Yes. And I have a toolkit. I can always go back. So, no, I really, I thank you so much, Christy, for your inspiring story. Like, that's a big milestone. You, <sighs> you like, 100 pounds in uh, 10 months. Yeah. And it's not just that. I have seen you personally, like, you were working in a groups, uh, like, doing a lot of workout and that part is more like really inspiring to me. Like even I didn't know you personally, but I heard a lot of inspiring story from other people. <laughs> so I think that comes to the another level, like how we do it and then how like even unknowingly we can inspire other people. Yes. And yes. that's the, my thing is like, okay, I'm going through this self-awareness and this different aspect and I feel like we need to share this. We need to share with other people. So like, you know, and build a community and like people and we need to surround ourselves with the people who celebrate us, who and accountability not and we need to narrow down to our circle to the weekends uh, flourish. Yes. So that's another thing. Now, thank you so much for your time here and thank you so much yeah thank you for having me on here this was fun (laughs) awesome thank you everyone for listening today's uh show on uh, physical wellness discovery and if you would like to learn more about me and more about my services you can click uh, down below the link and please do not forget to subscribe this channel because other you can miss all the upcoming episode And I would say, yes, we are not lost. We just need to take a pause and need to reconnect with our true inner self to start living a meaningful life and share, care, and be rare. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast player. If you ever have questions, visit unstoppablewithease.com or contact us at unstoppablewithease at gmail.com. Yes, we are not lost. We just need to take a pause and reconnect with ourselves to craft the life we want. Share, care, and be rare.